chilly sunday afternoon it is but it's warm in your office again we lucked out <laughs> not for long not why it's gonna be cold pretty soon you're hot i can already f- oh thank you you're smoking bro it's gonna say <laughs> warm in here <laughs> can already feel it it's a constant thing it's steady oh gosh ladies and gentlemen welcome to season one episode five of cross choke a tfl podcast i'm one of your hosts zach anderson i'm joined by the one and only fuse main dakota right <laughs> Also, we are joined by our BFF for life, Isaiah Rodriguez. Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, Isaiah. How you doing, man? You know, I'm feeling good. I'm glad to be on here. Uh, I'm excited. We're glad you're here, bro. We're excited to have you on the show. And you have the coziest seat in the house. Oh, no, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Don't fall asleep over there. I don't know. You might hear some snoring, guys. (laughs) I'm in like this preschool chair thing. (laughs) Oh, never mind. I traded out. I forgot. It's over there. I'm in a cozy chair. Do you want a preschool chair to sit on, or would that help you pay attention better? Uh, I'll listen when you say things. Uh, um, I say I'm you've waiting. been. Oh. Did your teacher ever do that to you? What? Your teacher ever stand at the front of the class and just go, "I'm waiting," and like, there's that one kid who just won't shut up. Oh uh, yeah. You've never yeah. had that, Zach? Well, I've had that. Happen. My teachers never look like that if you can't you see dakota do? he no. like puts his hands on like his high ribs <laughs> and like like bows out his belly and goes i'm waiting i was that trying to like think of weird. that image. that's what it looked like <laughs> i'm not in the standing position to to show you this motion right oh you, it looks great <laughs> nonetheless uh, have you had a teacher do that uh yeah probably to me that's like the <laughs> It's like ha- the worst thing. I have had that happen. Oh, that's times. so awkward. It's, I know. It's really bad. Well, Isaiah, you've been listening to the podcast. Yes, I have. Loving it. We've been friends for a couple years. Yep. It's I met Isaiah here. on PSN. You know, he yeah. sounds a lot taller on PSN <laughs> than in real life, actually. As uh, some people would say. <laughs> some savage people. I'm uh, short Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I met you, I think it was at the gas station. Next to the, those freezy things, those Memories. for real. What are those things? Yeah, called? yeah, you Slur- and slushies. No, no, uh, no, it's where you put them in the machine and oh, it'll mix it for you. For reals, there yeah, you go. Yeah, for reals. Yeah. Yeah, Jake and I were at the gas station for some reason, and then you were there. Yeah, I was, uh, I was grabbing some drinks, and uh, Jake introduced me. Yeah. So, so Dakota, you met him online. Yeah. That was like how you guys. I didn't him actually meet him in person for like a month and a half. Yeah. I feel like that's most of our friends that Pretty know much. Isaiah only know you through like your voice on PSN. Right. And I think, I think I didn't come over to your house 
until like we had a game night or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like a long time later. Yeah. I mean, you were almost in Lewis's wedding. Almost. I couldn't make it, but I, I was almost And you'd there. only seen him one time. Literally once. <laughs> <laughs> we had all met up at Subway. You made a great impression. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> all right, well, let's get things started with the can opener. We are breaking new ground. This is our first episode with having a guest. And honestly, I'm honored to have you on the show, Isaiah. And hopefully this breaks ground for more people to be on the show as well. Yeah, for a little rotating third chair. Maybe it'll be permanent. I don't know. That'd be cool. Ooh. I'd be down. But um, I wanted to make a quick little note. I was telling Dakota earlier, and uh, I don't know if I w- you were in here, but for uh, your guys' setup for the pack-up-and-go as it is, it's pretty professional. Hey, thanks, brother. Thank yeah. you, man. We're trying to be hit that quality. Yeah. 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 I still need a better travel case. Because I'm just shoving all this stuff in there. Because we have our little arms, you know, our little pop shields, mm-hmm. our mics. Mm-hmm. And my computer looks like an octopus with the amount of yeah, cords coming out of it. Yeah, cables. But, hey, it's working. But oh, thank yeah. you, bro. Yeah, yeah. We, we try to keep keep things quality, man. And uh, thanks for all your feedback because you've given us a lot of feedback. Of course, Verse of the Week uh, was originated from you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, we're just really glad to have you here and honored. Like, like Dakota said, uh, as a first guest, you're like the number one. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate so, that. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. So, yeah, that's our, our first and only can opener agenda. And so, with that, shall we get things started here, Dakota? Are you ready, baby? I'm ready, man. I don't know if I've really ever called you baby. I didn't really like that. <laughs> it's the Christmas spirit. Santa, baby. A healthy work environment. All right. So I thought we'd start off this topic um, just by talking about some of our worst work experiences and stories, if possible. So I've got a lot, like, geared up. I've had some rough jobs. I've had some great jobs. But I was wondering if you guys have had any terrible work experiences. Um. So, to be honest, I've only had two jobs, so... Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I've worked for Kmart and Verizon, um, still at Verizon. Um, bad work experiences, I don't think I've had a whole lot. I mean, there's been a few bad customers, but... Any Karens? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, there's been a few Karens. Dude, everybody has I'm a Karen actually, in their life. No, That's actually, true. this is really funny. Okay, so, 90... I'd say about 90% of the people that walk into our store immediately ask for our manager because everybody knows her. <laughs> in it's, a good way. It's, like not a it's, way. A, it's in a good way. Oh, okay. It's literally like, it's really funny because our manager always says, like, I don't know 90% of the people that walk in the door and ask for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really funny that a lot of people are like, oh, is this person here? And we're like, no, she's not here. She's on lunch. She'll be back. <laughs> what is the ratio between people coming into the store who have issues, like, hey, my phone's broken kind of thing, yeah. or the people coming into the store to say, hey, I'm, I'm in a good mood. I want a new phone. Um, it's actually really funny. So with our new store. Because um, you have two locations in yeah, Butte, right? We have two locations. Okay. Um, I used to work at the old one. But the new location where, I, where I'm at now 
Um, we actually, it's really funny. We get a lot more customers that just come in and know that they're buying something. Um, hmm. At the other location, we used to get a lot of people who did come in for my phone's broken, I need to pay my bill, things like that. The new store, we get maybe one or two of those people a day. Oh, okay. Because in my, in my head, I feel like you, just in the nature of your job, yeah. I feel like you could get a lot of people who just walk into the store furious at you. Um, like, before they even walk in, they're like, oh, man, I'm going to roast that guy. Where's the, your the manager? One... <laughs> the, the one thing uh, that's actually really funny is, so when people do come in mad, um, our manager pushes the, uh, like, not necessarily customers always right, but, you know, we need to treat customers really well. Um, That's good. Yeah, yeah and, and it is good. We, you know, we try our best to treat every customer with, you know, the utmost respect and, you know, give them each the same amount of time for their issues. Um, but when you do get a, a mad customer come in, it tends to be funny because what we'll do is we'll, we'll do everything in our power to help them. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm not mad at you. I'm at Verizon. <laughs> so oh, it's just cool. like, so like it doesn't like, it kind of takes a little bit of weight off my shoulders. Cause sure. I know it's not like my fault that they're mad, but like also at the same time, it's like, I work for this company <laughs> right? and yeah. I like kind of should stand up, but I am just going to smile and wave. Yeah, right. It's, it's the corporate. Yeah. <laughs> so like, You're I'm like, just sure it is. Yeah. But <laughs> Um, yeah, we get we get a few Karens from time to time. Sure. So you said you worked at Verizon, and then where was the other place? Kmart. Kmart, okay. Yep, I was at Kmart for a year, um, and then I left like maybe three months before it closed. Wait, oh, Kmart in Butte? Yep. Oh, because yep. I was going to say, we don't have a Kmart. Well, not so that Kmart. Makes sense. <laughs> Dude, I loved Kmart. Like, just before they closed, my mom and I would shop there all the time because, really? you know, you get your Kmart points or whatever they were called. And it was actually really funny because, so you did get Kmart points, but um, for employees, we would also get points, but it would be double the points. Oh, but, snap. Which is pretty cool. Um, but right towards the end, like the last four months or so, they switched it from, instead of getting points, you would just get uh, like a certain percentage off of whatever item you were buying. Oh. Which was decent, but you wouldn't be able to get, like, anything free anymore. Sure. Because, like, if you saved up enough points, you could get, like, a soda or, like, some candy or chips or even lunch if you had enough. Oh. No wonder they're closed. No. <laughs> so from the Isaiah sounds of it. them out. <laughs> the only thing about Kmart that I really miss is their layaway. Oh, yeah, that's pretty nice. Because Walmart's layaway is only during, like, December to January or something. Right. Like or November to December. Well, from the sounds of it, you've had some pretty positive work experiences then, Kmart and Yeah, and um, the main gripe I had about Kmart was... So besides first, them closing. <laughs> besides them closing was, so when I first started working there, I had started as a cashier. And I was fine with that. You know, it's whatever. Sure. I, uh, you know, base level job, part time. I was still in high school, so I didn't, it didn't matter, right? Um, I had extra money coming in to go out and do stuff while yeah. I'm in high school. Um, but the issue I had was, so after high school, I I wanted to um, go out onto the floor 
per se. Oh, sure. Um, so I wanted to, you know, stock stuff and uh, check things in and, you know, do stuff like that. Um, and they had put me on the floor for like a month. And then um, I remember our manager, he brought me in and he was like, we're... We're gonna put you back on the register for a little bit. Um, we don't really need any floor workers, and I'm like, okay, I can understand that. That's fine. You know, it's a little bit slower time. Sure. Sure. Um, so I go back in the register, and then not even a week later, they hire someone for the floor. Oh. So I'm Come like, on. you just said you didn't need anybody on the floor, yet you just hired somebody to be on the floor, and that was my that was my main gripe. That's kind of one of the reasons sure. why I left. So, Zach, have you had any good stories about terrible past work experiences? So, my first job is still my current job. Really? <laughs> Your first job ever? My first job ever Holy is wow. still my job. That's How long awesome. have you been there? About uh, 12 years, I think. Really? 80 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was six years old on the farm. <laughs> you never grow out of the farm. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Mexican restaurant here in town, Christina's Cocina. I love it there. Been working there forever. Uh, So that was my first job. But then alongside of it also, I was teaching karate at our martial arts academy that I grew up in. Oh, that wasn't just a, like, hobby? That was a job? It was both. Oh, that's cool. When I – because I started in martial arts when I was three years old. And then when I was about in middle school, right before high school, I also started teaching a couple classes and made – I don't know, it was something like $6 an hour, seven or whatever it was, I don't remember. Wow, back back when you used to buy a, a candy bar for a nickel. That's kind of what you just sounded like there. <laughs> back in my day, minimum wage was four ninety two. <laughs> but most of it was under the table. It was like cash, you know, right. just for doing whatever, you know. Oh. Um, so I owe, I owe back taxes. The so you've been avoiding taxes <laughs> since you were six years old, huh, Zach? And now we're... Publishing this on an <laughs> online podcast for the government to listen to. It was like 40 years ago, okay? So, okay, I'm just kidding. Anyways, man, so that was, those were my first couple jobs. Both were really good. I'm technically still doing uh, teaching, you know, but we're not making anything off of it now. But we're in the process of opening our own academy and uh, going to be teaching Brazilian jiu-jitsu. My, my role in that is going to be to teach kids, and, right. but oversee media, social media, that kind of thing, advertisement. Um, other content and that kind of deal and whatever else needs to happen. But Mm -hmm. those were two of my jobs. And then another job I had um, was at a cultural exchange overseas. Sure. Did some stuff over there. Uh, And then on top of that, also started detailing cars for Next Generation Auto Detailing. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's right. Just a couple years ago. And so that's basically a summer job. It's kind of seasonal because nobody wants to get their car detailed when it's 10 below outside. Right. But uh, what's cool with a business structure that Alex Sexton started was it started out as detailing, and then the next year they added um, landscaping, kind of that kind of deal, and decorative curbing mm-hmm. for, like, oh, gardens okay. or whatever. Yeah. And then the next year they started adding – it might have been the same year. They added uh, snow removal, and uh, then – so this the, the business has kind of evolved sure. um, right. over the years. And so they, they're able to keep busy through the year, right. you know, so no matter what Multiple that looks avenues. like. but. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Out of all of them, because they're, they're all so good, I love all of them, but probably my best work experience has been detailing because it's so low-key. Yeah. We're not, you know, and, and I'm, not, I'm not micromanaged 
in any area. You know what I mean? I have pretty, I have ownership over each position that I have. Right. Um, and then another job I had as well, just remember too, is I was on staff at Journey Church as well as our small group pastor mm-hmm. and social media director and with stuff like that. So, um, all are good, and I'm still technically <laughs> at all of those places. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed um, Next Generation with my good buddy Alex and Buddy. That's actually his name. Good buddy, buddy. my good buddy Buddy <laughs> and Selmo. So what did I call him that day, Bobby? On oh yeah, when you first, you're like, oh, is it Bobby? <laughs> I misheard him. Oh, that's funny. That's but dude, yeah, they've all been super positive. Of course, every job has their Karens. Sure. Even ministry has your Karen moments. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but it, like, like Isaiah said, is respecting people. Everybody deserves the same amount of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, of course, we would rather give some people more time than others. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not fair. Yeah. So, but dude, yeah, those have been kind of my sphere of jobs. Well, that's cool. Yeah. You guys are kind of fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a lot of jobs. And maybe so, it's a me thing too, but. So, uh, so. Uh, what's your guys' longest job you've had? Like, yours is obviously Christina's. Yeah, yeah. What McDonald's. You? Really? Yeah, I worked at, in length of time, I worked at McDonald's for four years. Really? When, from when I was 15, uh, 14, what? Yeah, 14 to 18. Wow. Yeah. I've been at Verizon now for three years. Nice. Yeah. What are some of the other jobs you've had, Dakota? So I started out at McDonald's. My actual taxable job, 14. I only worked Saturdays because of Montana laws. They word it really funky on purpose so that, like, if you're under the age of 16, you can only work on Saturdays and Sundays. But I didn't want to work Sundays because I was going to church. So I only worked Saturdays there for a year and a half or whatever. And then when I turned 16, I jumped into part-time, but it really wasn't part-time. It was more like full-time. So then by the time I was a sophomore, junior, senior in high school, I was working 40-hour weeks at McDonald's, uh, which is pretty crazy. Like I would go to school from 8 to 3, and then I would work from 4 to midnight every day. Wow. Yeah. That's a long shift. Yeah, I just needed some extra income to supplement like some stuff going on at home. Right. Uh, like I, I needed to pay for a lot of stuff myself growing up, so that really helped out a lot. Interesting. Yeah, so then McDonald's, and then I went to – I roofed off and off. Or what? <laughs> I roofed off and on. So you're on the destruction, destruction team. <laughs> wow. Well, guys. I think we need some coffee or something. Dude, Holy I'm God. hyped, bro. I, had, I am I had, too. I had a peppermint mocha. And, dude, this is the earliest we have recorded. Do you know that? Oh, really? Because usually, usually we record at like night. 7 p.m. Oh, or 9 yeah. or something. Really? But That's crazy. Yeah, we're recording. It's like 2.30 right now. Maybe we're just so hype. Like, I'm I have so much I want to say. <laughs> we're just so excited. We're like, oh, my God. So you're roofing off and off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was pretty good. And then um, I'm trying to think of where I'm, Oh, I went to Walmart after that. Uh, my grandma worked there, and I kind of had an inn in the door, so I, I had a pretty good... Uh, starting wage there as a cashier and then I got a job offer to be a baker at a bagel bakery in Billings dude that seems like your long lost calling so that is (laughs) that that was my most favorite job I've ever had and that's probably what I want to do when I retire. To did, just... you have to, did you have to get there at like 6 in the morning? yeah so I had to be there at 5 at the latest in the morning Jeez. Every day, Monday through Friday. Jeez. But I was off work at 1, 2 p.m. 
That's nice. It was yeah. so sweet, especially because I was interning at the same time doing ministry, so I could spend the rest of the, my day uh, yeah. doing ministry stuff. That's cool. So that was cool. Um, let's see. I also worked at Red Lobster. That was Ooh, terrible. Fancy. I remember uh, you telling me about that. That's probably that's probably the worst job I've ever had in really? my life. Yeah. Customer wise, or just like. Uh no, it was manager, staff, and work environment. The people that worked there were not cool at all. Interesting. Yeah, and it felt like no matter how hard you worked there, you were still kind of treated like a degenerate, which was not a good feeling. Right. And then I. Was uh, roofing, 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 <laughs> full time. Ooh, how do you say it? I don't know. I think it's. I think Ooh. it's roofing. Say it again. Roofing. I don't. I don't think it's. Roofing. I was working in the construction well, industry. Well, because you. Well, I don't know, Matt. I'm confused. Cause... It's. Uh, it sounds weird if you're saying roofing. <laughs> Nonetheless, I was taking off shingles and putting on new shingles. Off and off. Uh, off and off on people's homes. For it, what felt like a really long time, but it was actually only like nine months. But we did a lot of stuff, like remodeled an Arby's. Um, and that's that was probably one of the best work environments I've ever had. I had a Christian boss. He's actually a pastor at my church. And we had a small crew of all Christian guys, too. That's and cool. it was just really cool. We had a lot of great spiritual conversations. And it made kind of what the worst job I've ever had because that was the most taxing job I think on my body that I've ever had. One of the most fun and like healthy experiences I've ever had because of the people that were there. Yeah. And then I quit there because I felt called to move to Butte, moved here for music ministry. I've been doing music ministry at the church for a couple of years now, actually just almost two years now. And then, uh, Almost two years ago, I started at where I'm currently working, which is at 220 Property Management, and I am a licensed property manager slash landlord. Cool. I didn't realize you – were you roofing <laughs> right before – like that was your last job before you moved to Butte? Yeah, and then when I moved here, I didn't have a job lined out. It was it wasn't like spur of the moment, but it was like I'm just trusting God kind of thing. Kind of an immediate yeah. obedient yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I moved here thinking if I needed some way to get income, I could do construction on the side. And so I was doing that for a while. Like I had a bunch of ads on Craigslist and stuff and was just doing like odd jobs for for a few months. And I, cool. I guess also I, I was doing uh, – oh, what is it called? When you're uh, carpentry. Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. It took me forever to think of. I did carpentry when I moved here. I totally forgot about that. It was only for like a month. Oh. And I take it back from Red Lobster. That was the worst job. Did you build a table? I We put <laughs> together, <laughs> we put together oh, cabinets <laughs> for like, like premium cabinets for homes. And then we also framed a house. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. But the my boss, he uh. was a piece of work. Like hmm. every word out of his mouth was a cuss word. Like you could never do anything right. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. And he like hired me and I told him like, I've been doing, I've been roofing and doing construction, but, and I know how to operate tools, but I don't know carpentry, but he really needed help. So he said, well, bring your tools and, and we'll work on something. And so I did, I like brought all my gear and whatever. And we, and I worked with him for a while, but one day I was just like, I can't do this anymore. It was, it was way too much. Like my mental health, like I'd, like, before work, I just have a panic attack every day. 
it was perfect. <laughs> Great work back. environment. Yeah, so I mean, on going along with that, opposite of your worst work experiences, because I could talk about mine so forever. Many. <laughs> I have so many. But what is like your best job you've ever had? And I'm sure, like you've only had two Isaiah, so yeah. I'm kind of guessing your most recent one is your best one since you've been there for so long. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was really funny actually. So when I first started working at Verizon. Um, we actually didn't have a manager for a whole month. Yeah. Yeah, our manager uh, was on a, a leave for a month. And so it was me and two other people running the store for a whole month. And I was working from open to close for two and a half months straight. Ooh, that makes for some good paychecks, though. Oh, yeah. It was nice, but... <laughs> Oh, man, I I could tell you how many times I was ready to go home and, like, just take a nap. <laughs> right. But um, so at the beginning, um, it wasn't too bad. Um, we were recently bought out by another company, uh, still Verizon, but uh, a different, they call them indirect retailers. Okay. Um, and the new uh, company is, um, they're a lot bigger. Okay. Then our previous company, our previous company was um, locally owned here in Montana. Mm -hmm. And this one, the new one, they have almost 700 stores all across this, uh, the nation. Wow. Um, and so there's this, th there's this term in, uh, I guess you could say Verizon lingo. <laughs> it's called uh, uh, the Big Six. Okay. And uh, pretty much what that means like is. Like in basketball? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's um, funny. Um, and so pretty much what that means for us is um, we're one of the six largest retailers for Verizon in the nation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we get a lot of added benefits uh, directly from Verizon uh, than we used to. Um, this new company has got healthcare benefits, uh, 401k, um, just a just a better just better everything than the previous company let me ask you this are the benefits definitely something that make you want to work there or is it something that was just kind of an added bonus um it was kind of a bit of both okay um it was good because i'm not going to get hit on my taxes yeah because <laughs> i got hit on my taxes last time and that was uh that was pretty bad yeah um but it's good in general just to be able to, you know, go to the doctor when I need to do oh, a yeah, physical for sure. or something, do a checkup without having to fork over a bunch of money up front. Do you have benefits at your job, Zach? Kind of. <laughs> Besides free <laughs> nachos. I was going to say it depends on what you mean. I want, uh, you know, some nachos and a taco, bro. That's that's all I need. <laughs> But does that mean no? Probably. Oh, okay. I don't have benefits really at my job besides, like, sick leave and stuff like that. I don't have, like, health benefits or anything. Okay. Yeah, I get health benefits and sick leave. But, like, for me, I don't really find that as important for a job. Right. Like, if I'm making enough money to support myself and I need to go to the doctor, other than, like, being on government assistance for that and if i can afford that i'm fine 
But right. if I was in a place where I couldn't afford that, I probably would be looking for a job where I need I had health benefits and such. Yeah. That's an interesting. That being said, I haven't been to the dentist since I was 18, so Yeah, I don't think I've been to the dentist since I was maybe 16. Dude, I've been to the dentist more in the last 6 months than I have in like 25 years ago. You get into the age where you're losing teeth now? Dude, oh, I've had this pain in my tooth, bro. So, it's one of my back molars. And so I went in because I, it was hard to chew on, you know. So I was like, oh, every time I take a bite, it was just was killing me. And so yeah. I went in there, and, they, and, and he had, like, this, like, bite tape thing to see how my, my teeth came together. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, my teeth are kind of getting crowded. They're yeah. not too bad, but they're getting crowded, so that, that molar's coming down. Yeah. And so it was hitting before everything else. Then I uh, chew, so it was just was driving that tooth around. Yeah. Ugh. So he grinded it down. Then I thought it'd be better, and... Then I started getting migraines just right up from that tooth. I could feel it, just like the nerve going up the side of my head. And you could see the vein, Oh, too. the vein was just gigantic. Okay, so the veins <laughs> in my forehead just get gigantic anyways when I'm working out and rolling and all that stuff. What forehead? Oh, <laughs> okay, hippo. <laughs> anyways, was getting migraines from it. I went back in. I was like, dude, just knock it out like like uh, Tom Hanks did in um, Castaway. <laughs> You know, with that with, with that ice skate, and he's like, boom. I love it, man. So that's what I was, I was just like, dude, just give me dentures. I don't care. Just get rid of the tooth. Right. And so he didn't agree to that. So he's like, let's just grind it down a little more. And he recommended that I get that I get braces to help it out. Yeah. So he grinded it down, said that should help, get braces. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not getting braces. I don't care. Just pull it out. Uh, so then that was probably three weeks ago, two weeks ago, something like that. I still can't chew on that tooth. It's like nothing's happening. Oh, I'm not getting migraines because I'm not chewing on that tooth. As soon as I start messing around experimenting with chewing on it yeah my head just gets a headache bro so all i know is if your dentist has an ice skate in his arsenal of (laughs) tools buckle up (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's pretty crazy so would if you a job opportunity came about that you could work kind of the same hours that you're doing now but had health benefits but was a worse work environment would you take it no I'm, I'm like, almost a great example of someone who could be abused by, like, a, a, a boss because, like, I don't care. Just give me a good check and good work environment. And so money is the most important else. thing for you. No, I didn't say that at all. <laughs> I don't mean it in a negative way. No, I'd because, say Because, no. like, most millennials, because you're a millennial. Oh, Technically, yeah. Isaiah and I are Gen Zers. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're after me. Yeah. We're out the You're right on the edge. <laughs> right. Gen Z, I've also heard it called Homelander. I don't like that. I don't I've like never. Gen Z, though. I prefer Gen Z. Homelander sounds like That a, sounds like sounds, Apocalypse. Yeah, it sounds bad. <laughs> but it hasn't stuck. Like Not the many world people has know ended. No, nah, I think Gen Z sounds good. But nonetheless, uh, most millennials would say income is the top priority for a job. Which... No matter the job environment. Right. I'd say no for me. I'm... I mean, just make give me enough to where I could live and give me a taco. I'm fine. For me, it is. <laughs> if I'm if I was making like, I don't know, sixty k a year, and I had a terrible work environment, I think I'd still do it. Really? Yeah. See, that's kind of a, a toss up for me. Um, as long as kind of going the same way, Zach. As long as I'm making enough to support myself, and still have like money left over. Um, I would prefer a good work environment. So what are some important needs 
that you think a workplace should have, like, or should fulfill for you? Um, I would say one of the biggest things for me is having coworkers that I can trust okay. and that I they know what they're doing. That's yeah. that's my biggest thing for me, Competent. especially at Verizon, because if you have you know coworkers who don't know what they're doing, and sure. you have to pick up their slack. It's that's the worst. It's yeah. yeah. It's, I saw this meme I once that. that was like, my job has this really unique thing that if I do my job really well, I get to do everybody else's. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, the worst. that's hurtful of how true that is. Yeah, because even like at the restaurant, you know, I've worked at the restaurant, I've hosted, I've waited tables, I've bussed. Yeah, I've done. I mean, I've done everything there is to do in that restaurant, and I probably could at any other restaurant just because I have so much sure experience. restaurant experience. But it's funny because you could tell a lot about a person by their work ethic. Yeah, yeah. And we hire a lot of high school students. Sure. Yeah. That aren't quite caring. Sure. <laughs> you know, for and maybe lack they just don't understand it yet. Oh boy, I've I've, I've helped them understand. <laughs> there, there's no excuses around. I'm, okay, so I I try to be a really positive person, but sometimes, dude, I could just get turned up because yeah. of that fact. You know, like if I'm doing everything, like say if I have to clean a table, set the table, seat the person, chip and whatever the person, chip and salsa, chip and salsa, break the out person, the, the ice skate, and then the phone's ringing. Well, I'm getting the laundry and. You know the three group, the three people that are like supposed to be doing that are standing over there. Oh, dude, I just that watch, really watch grinds out. your watch gears. Out. Give give me that ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> You're losing it too. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you, man. I think that's a great uh, couple points of like what what you would like in a work environment. You know, and for me, it's people. Mm-hmm. I I don't like a desk job. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I I have to interact with people. Like yeah. that—that's one of my keys, or like I don't know if that's a pastoral heart in me. You know what I mean? But like, just to I think have it's natural. Natural too, but I, I love that I'm affecting someone's life. Yeah, I love that I'm influencing someone's life. It's that connection. Here's some things I found while just doing some research online that three of the most important needs for people our age, millennials and Gen Zers, whatever you want to call them, Homelanders, three of the most important workplace needs that they would like fulfilled are human interaction, a work-life balance, and feedback from, like, your boss and coworkers. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty what good. What was the second thing you said? Work-life balance. So, like, that you're not working all the time. Oh, gotcha. That gotcha, you, gotcha. Have, you have a home life. And, and kind of the thing with millennials, their biggest thing that they're known for is that they play as hard as they work. That's kind of, like, their MO. Mm. Interesting. Not to characterize you. But I'll do it, just bro. like when just while reading a bunch of stuff online about like people that want to want to entice millennials to ha- like work at their job, because right now, 50 percent of the workforce is made of millennials. And by the year 2030, it'll be 75 percent because that generation is so big and it's going to be the perfect age, yeah. you know, because boomers are starting to retire. Mm-hmm. Um and so 75% by 2030 will be millennials. So a lot of people are talking, how do we get millennials into our jobs? How do we create a culture? And that's kind of the biggest thing that I've found is that like culture is the most important thing for like a workplace. Yeah. I know for me, like at my job, culture is huge because I have a Christian boss. Um, and I was really blessed to 
to get this job one because the job was actually offered to Jake first. Yeah, true. And Jake uh, he turned it down. Told me. He told you about yeah, that. Yeah, because he was he was thinking about quitting Verizon to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm he glad he like doesn't that. really hold that over my head. But yeah, he does. I bet he does. Well, because my boss wanted someone that can guess who was asked first, Dakota. Oh, he, he's never <laughs> done that. Thank goodness. I'm sloppy seconds, whatever. <laughs> I'll just embrace it. But my boss, he's looking for someone who could be in this position for a long time because he kind of just started this company. We're pretty young, like a couple of years. He'd been doing it full time like a year and he was ready to expand and grow and he wanted someone that could kind of be along his side and do that. Right. And Jake would, had was already planning on moving at that point. Leaving. Yeah, and do, do you want to know a fun fact? I do. So I believe I would have been number one. Do not even say that. So your boss, one day at church, was like, hey, I'd like to talk to you about something. Oh, gosh. And I knew he was hiring. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't want that job. You know, like, <laughs> I, I knew you know, maybe it was something else. I could be wrong. But I know I'm not. <laughs> oh. So then, then Jake just... one day comes over to me and was like, dude, Ben asked me to work for him. And I go. Oof, I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> oh, great. And I'm the one taking in the bullets. No vest on in front of you and Jake. Oh, thank you for being that in my life. Honestly, this job that I have now as a property manager has been the hardest job mm. I've ever had mentally. And, mm. and honestly, spiritually, too. Um, just because the people I deal with on a daily basis is really tough. And the situations are so tough. When you get a phone call that... Like pipes have broken at someone's house and you got to think, what are the process? What are the steps? Yeah. I have to act on the behalf of the owner, beha on behalf of the tenant. I have to abide by the law, but I have to also have to do the right thing. Yeah. And it's so stressful. But like if it wasn't f like, like if it wasn't for my boss and my coworkers, that job would be terrible and I probably wouldn't be working there anymore. Yeah. But my boss has made that workplace such an encouraging just just an encouraging place to be at and like i wake up in the morning like all right time to go to work and which is really weird for me because i'm that kind of person that waits to the last second to go do something but i'm still like what do you mean <laughs> you mean i wasn't 10 minutes late to today's podcast recording it's okay Coco. i was i was later than you were <laughs> so you would say in regards to what's important in a work environment for you is just positivity in the culture of, of that workplace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's definitely at, at utmost important for me. It's uh, it's funny that you say that because for me, when the new company bought out our old company, uh, it was also one of those things where, like, I was really excited to go back to work. Yeah. Like, before mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to go to work. This, you know, this sure. sucks. And uh, when the new company bought us out and, like I said, everything, you know, change for the better uh i got a lot more motivated to want to go to work absolutely you know what really helps me with a work environment regardless of secular job ministerial job is why i'm there sure that i really need that like what's the vision you know what's the direction of this company why are we doing what we're doing yeah you know why why are we providing this service yeah you know or whatever it is and especially in ministry like if if, if i'm part of a ministry I need to know the vision of that ministry because mm -hmm. so like everything I do can kind of match that, you know, and besides that, of course, like scripturally speaking, what's God's will for our life, you know, to glorify him, know him, make him known, those kinds of things. So that mm -hmm. always helps me 
no matter what the work environment is. Sure. Because I can't control the work environment. I can only contribute to the work environment. Right. You know, and rather than letting it influence me, I always try to be the influencer. But, of course, it is a grind if you're walking in and everybody hates their job. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a downer thing. But we can only control us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, like, that helps me a lot, knowing the direction of why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, because it's more than just serving food to people. You yeah. know, we're trying to love people, make them feel comfortable, mm-hmm. make them feel safe. You know, and, of course, my job is to make the business money. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So if I could do a good job in being the face of the restaurant when people walk in, mm-hmm. you know, if I could be the face of next generation, well, people are saying, hey, I'm looking to get a car detail. Well, let me give that person the best service I could possibly give. <laughs> right. You know, and even if it's ministry, you know, let me be a good first impression of this person trying to check out church for the first time. Yeah. You know, may I represent Christ to them? May I serve them well, make them want to come back, make them feel at home. You know, so all of that comes back to loving God, loving people sure. in my book. So that's why I say like money you know, if I, if I could get enough to get by, that's fine. If I could, it sounds like a you know big I mean? part for you is a sense of purpose. Totally. Too. Yeah. That's a good way to that you're it. making a difference Yeah, for the right reasons. Yeah, totally. What, no matter what facet that is. Here's what other millennials say their type top priorities are. And I already mentioned money. So 92% would say like out of different categories, 92% money, 87% security, holidays and time off, 80% great people, and then 79% flexible working. The, uh, I think the one thing that's interesting, um, is the security part. Yeah. Um, mainly for the reason being is because I think one of the most important things for me anyways, because, you know, like my, my life depends on this job. Sure. So, like, if I didn't have this job, I wouldn't live where I'm living. I wouldn't right. be able to mm. drive the car I'm driving. I, I wouldn't be able to do any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my life kind of depends on this job. So having the security, knowing that my company, one, not only has my back if something goes wrong, mm-hmm. but two, um, knowing that they're not just going to fire me for some stupid mistake. Sure. Sure, they have some lenience. Yeah. Yeah, that's really big for me too, uh, especially because when I mo- first moved to Butte, I was unemployed for way too many months. Right. And so having a job and knowing that paycheck is going to come is, in is huge. Even though my trust does is in the Lord and I know he's going to provide, but having that responsibility of this paycheck is coming and I can support my family through it is really big for me too. And flexible working is definitely high up for me, uh, especially with ministry on the side. Having a boss that says, oh, you need to go do this youth event? Go ahead. Like, that is so huge for me. And that really f- makes me feel honored at the workplace. Like, my time is is well spent. One, I want to work really hard the hours that I that I am there. Plus, two, my, my boss, rep, like, trusts me enough that I can go and do something else. And that's a lot of trust. Yeah, that's good. That makes you feel trusted. Absolutely. Um, I was gonna say that our my manager um, per se, she she's really good at like if we need a day off for like an event or something, as long as we put it on the calendar ahead of time, she'll more than likely accommodate us, which is awesome. That's cool. Um, but I do, and and beforehand it was a little different because I did have to uh, I did work a lot mainly for the main purpose of being that if 
I ever got fired or quit, <laughs> that store would probably go downhill. Sure, because they um, needed help that bad. They needed help that bad, but not only that. Um, he just was a beast out there. <laughs> no, <laughs> not not only that per se, but there's like, I think we have to remember like. 10 different passwords for things. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, like, a lot to remember. Um, prices on phones, prices on tablets, promotions that are going on for the, the day or the week or the month or whatever. Um, figuring out how to do... Um, I'm trying to think of the word. Not not necessarily customer things, um, but more on the, the Verizon side of things. Um, like I procedure. Feel, yeah, like procedure. Um, I feel like, and this is really funny because I, I tell uh, my girlfriend this all the time. As soon as I walk in the door, it's Isaiah, 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 mm. Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah. And it's my name all day. Um, because, and, and it's and it's not such a bad thing, but like if someone comes in with a with a problem with their phone, if they don't know what it is, it's Isaiah. Sure. And either I know what to do or I Google it. <laughs> so like, so like, it's just like, it's like, okay, if I don't know it, then that's fine. But instead of coming to me right away, why don't you try and Google sure. it and find out yourself and learn instead of coming straight to me? You but do that have shows, a lot of responsibility yeah, at that job though. That shows that you're, do. you're valuable to them. I oh, like I that. am. Like I said, if I were to leave that place, it probably <laughs> get downhill. <laughs> They'd be calling me, like, Isaiah. while I'm unemployed. They're like, Isaiah, I forgot how to do this. I'd Real like, quick, Guys. can you stop by? <laughs> like, no joke, we had a girl uh, who was worked in our office for about a year and some months. And she put in her two weeks, just a few weeks ago. And, like, she's been gone officially one week. And I think I talked to her every day since then, asking her questions <laughs> about how does this work. <laughs> so she was our Isaiah. That's funny. Everyone needs an Isaiah in their life. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to to kind of wrap things up, um, for me, I think the three most important things for a good work environment are coworkers, um, money, and security. Those are probably my big three. I like that. I'd say my three would be vision, environment, and kind of purpose, which would kind of encompass all of it, I think. Sure. Purpose right. of the job. Right. But that's that's good. Yeah. Money's definitely top priority <laughs> for me. Because <laughs> I've never been one to have a lot of money in my pocket. So right, money's huge. Like not in the way where I'm coveting it, but it's definitely an important aspect of life. So money would be the top, and two would be work flexibility, and then three is definitely work culture and environment yeah and that goes along with people and i think that if you have a job that is looking to improve their work culture a few ways they can do that would be to promote wellness engage with different personalities like have hangouts or something like coffee in the morning just to get to know how other people work and and i think that'll make for a really good workplace uh a fair employee policy which is huge. Like we just actually had one at my job a few weeks ago, which was, which meant a lot like to have something structured like that. And then team building activities, uh, breaks and a clean and comfortable office. 
And breaks are really huge for us too because there's a lot of times you just need to go take a breather <laughs> after a situation. Oh, I know how you feel. So, But, yeah, I, I really love my job right now, and I'm really blessed to have it, and I'm really blessed that we have a good work environment where I'm at too. That's, That's good. good. Walkout song of the week. And his name is John C. Uh, walkout song of the week is Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Cool. That This was your pick. Yeah, this was my pick. Cool. Um, I I don't necessarily know if you guys have seen anybody walk out to it, but I might have seen like one or two people before. I know a lot of people that should walk out to this song right. because they're just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It's a huge song in sporting events, nonetheless. Oh, yeah. it really is, yeah. That's kind of why I chose it, because I know, like, in general, that it's, you know, a People lot People will get hype about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, they hear that song. And I think that was, like, one of the songs that we ran out to for our high school team oh, this yeah. year. Um, and so, kind of, just in general, it's kind of like a hype song. For sure, in the beginning of that song. That, that, oh, yeah. Awesome. oh, yeah. The first note you hear it, and you already know what it like, is. Oh, yeah, ready yeah. to go yeah. to battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good pick. Good pick. Would you walk out to that song, Isaiah? Um, yeah, probably. If I, uh, if I ever did anything with my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks like you you need more break time, yeah, as well as uh, work play flexibility. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Our verse of the week is Colossians chapter three, verse twenty three, which says, "Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people." And a really fitting verse for this week. Absolutely. Because, that, that again, I think basically what I was trying to say about everything that I think of with work environment, I try to come back to this verse. Yeah. You know, it's whatever I do, it's on to the Lord. You yep. know, whether it's dealing with a Karen or dealing with <laughs> the, the customers that come in that I love to see. Yeah. You know, and whether it's a, an aspect of the job that nobody else knows I, I do. Sure. You know, because something I think, too, is so often our work can become a sense of identity and yeah. worth which it can't be there either. Absolutely. We have to have purpose within our workplace, but it can't be who you are or what defines you. And we've talked about that before too, where like the head of it all is that we're a Christian first, that God's at the utmost important. And then like when we were talking about our calling, like where Mm -hmm. God's not using me, that sort of thing. Right. It's like no matter where you're at, you're doing the Lord's work or should be at least. Yep. Yep. And that's on us, no matter what it looks like or what, what form it takes. Whatever we do, we're to do it as if we're doing it for the Lord, then not for people. Absolutely. So a good way to wrap that up, huh? Yeah. And that's a great way to give you just like a prideful sense of purpose in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard something once in a book that said, if the price to pay for significance is non-recognition for the work you do, is the price too high? Yeah. Because so often we want that feedback or want to be seen as the guy that's the Isaiah. You know, not sure. you know, you know what I mean? Like sometimes we want to be the most important guy in the room. Yeah. yeah. You know, but if, if my if if the, the significant part of my job is not seen by anybody, is that why I don't like the job? Wow. You know. That's good. I think one of the things that's most tiring for me is being that guy. Sure. I've been that guy for so long now that I'm kinda of just like, please stop. Can I go in the back? <laughs> No, I, that, I love that scripture because 
when I got saved, that was a big scripture for me too. Uh, because I was actually working at McDonald's when I got, I wasn't physically there when I got saved. <laughs> so I was flipping a patty <laughs> and I heard Jesus call me. <laughs> no, but seriously, people could see a difference in me. Like you, you're not the same anymore. And, and that was kind of huge for me knowing that people could see the difference one, because I was like, hey, I think I'm actually doing this thing right. Mm. And then two, I was able to be that witness to other people. Like I would blat, like, you know how the, on the Bible app you can just hit play and it'll like read oh, it yeah. out loud. Mm-hmm. I would be blasting that on a speaker in the back. Oh, like, savage. Bro. Thinking back, I'm like, man, that's so corny. I wouldn't do that now. But like, <laughs> that's that was just that rich, like undeniable love that I had mm. for Jesus at, at the at the root of and so genuine yeah yeah and I, I love that so that I mean that scripture is really big for me too book of the week hey, when you look into it you gotta look into it look uh, into it I'm when you look into, into it. it On Guard by William Craig great book I've, I've read it I think three times through if not I, I need to read it again just cause it's great content Zach I don't think I've read any book three times through no way um, well, maybe Green Eggs and Ham <laughs> by, by the notorious Dr. Seuss. Notorious, eh? I'll go back to books a lot of the times. So, uh, the, I mean, to me, that must mean this book's pretty good. Definitely. And I've led two small groups on it, so I that was oh, wow. mainly the... Sure. You know, so I read it once and then decided to do a small group on it with TFL. So I read, reread it again. And then months later, I did another one for the church. Um, it, it, the book's on apologetics, which is basically defending your faith and proving your faith with reason, mm-hmm. right? Because so often we are like, Jesus loves you. <laughs> and people are like, oh, okay. Free will. Yeah. Free will. Throw that one in there. <laughs> um, but we're like, and they're like, oh, okay. Why? And then you're like, well, the Bible says so. <laughs> and... And then you're like, me. and then the person would be like, okay, well, I don't believe in the Bible or Jesus. And then you're like, well, you should, <laughs> <laughs> right? So you know, we gotta have, of course, our personal experience. You know, if if you're a Christian who's having a hard time being able to explain Jesus to other people, use your story. You know what I mean? Because that's that's a great place to start. But so often we teach from experience rather than from absolute truth. Wow. You know what I mean? Or we could even go into the opinion. You know, it's like three different circles. We could teach from opinion. We can teach from personal experience. Or we could teach from objective truth. That's absolute. You know what I mean? So I want to be able to teach from there and explain with reason, okay, here's why. Let's talk about it. Here's why God exists. Here's some proof of why God exists. Here's why it takes more faith to be an atheist than a Christian. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. So this book is really, really good. Gives you a lot of, of tools in your tool belt. But again, all of it should be seasoned in love. Anytime we share Jesus, it's not to be like, you know, shooting spears and guns at people. Be like, sure. here's why you're wrong. You know, <laughs> but but as Christians, we got to know why we know what we know. <laughs> yeah, know? And, absolutely. And be- why we believe what we believe. Uh, so this is a great book. Again, On Guard by William Craig. There's some other good books out there, but I, I really really like William Craig. He's got some good YouTube stuff too. You know, like how colleges will do uh, debates between atheists and Christians. Yeah. He does a great job on oh, those. That's cool. I love so, those. Yeah. William Craig. Just look into it. Well, Isaiah, Zay Zay Buckets. As I am called. Yeah. FGC Astro. No, no, no S S G C oh. Astro. S what's it? <laughs> and what is your Instagram handle? Uh, I don't use Instagram. Don't follow me there. Or Ooh. Facebook or oh. Twitter. 
<laughs> He's off the grid. I, I Okay, so this is actually... Okay, so I use those apps sure. often, but I don't do anything on them. I scroll through, and that's it. <laughs> it's not much. It's, it's, kind, it's of, an honest kind of job. They're kind of time wasters, honestly. Okay. Okay. I feel that. But, dude, thank you for being here. Yes. Yeah. Really, really thank grateful you. that you joined us. Yeah. Your insight is it's appreciated. Fun. It's fun. Hope to be on here more often. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll that'd be great. And for our listeners, uh, you guys absolutely have the opportunity to join us anytime, too, uh, especially by tuning in on our website and submitting feedback. I hope today's podcast um, shed some light on workplace environment. Maybe you're struggling in your job. Uh, feel free to reach out to Zach or I, and we can talk about it and uh, maybe give you some feedback. Because um, like we talked about, uh, at the root of it all, we're not doing it just for us. We're doing it for the glory of God. And hopefully the workplace you're in does have a healthy work environment. And if not, feel free to bring it up to your boss and use some of the topics that uh, and points that we talked about today. Thank you so much for listening to Cross Choke. We had a lot of fun creating this episode and hope you enjoyed listening. Please submit any requests, stories, or comments at tflministries.com slash podcast to stay involved. Remember, Zach reads your comments every night before bed. Don't forget to follow Zach at Ando Butte and myself at South for a Day. Have an amazing day and join us next week on Cross Choke.